Shout out Sniper T on the beat. Tamara to the break of dawn is on the rise with life on the forefront of the mind. So line for line, you can ride this brain train and you can change your station without even touching the dial. So relax, stay a little bit, but listen for a while. And whether you're bumping this in the whip or in a business fit, it's a meeting you won't want to miss. A meeting for a meal to feed the soul with words for the mind. So sit back, enjoy the ride, time to take off, it's time to fly, cause Tamara till the break of dawn is on the rise. Hey, 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 y'all. It's me, Tamara. Oh, hold on. Let's run that back. Studio hey. audience, is you ready? Yeah. Okay. So, hey, 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 y'all. It's me, Tamara. Yes, yes, yes. Y'all, I don't know why they be trying to act like they don't know what they're supposed to do. And it's the same thing every week. Like, it never changes. But thank you so much for tuning in. Um... Welcome to the show. If you are new, new episodes, oh, I can't talk. That's a thing if you're new, like that always happens. But new episodes mm -hmm. drop every Thursday. I usually talk about my life and how I'm trying to grow for all my regular day one, two, three, four, whenever you came in supporters. Thank you so much for sticking with me. If you're not, you know what I'm saying? You should totally be following me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, the Tiki Talk. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, all that good stuff. The link is in the episode notes. Um, yeah, so let's go ahead and get into it. We have my guy, Penrose. Yo. Studio audience, get y'all stuff together. Well, Stop embarrassing that. me in front of all these what? people. They, they did right though. You know how like when, when the guy walks in and then he gets to talking and then the audience claps and he got to stop for it. They did right. They did right. Yeah, try to make try to make it sound good for them. I feel it. I'm sure they appreciate it because they they kind of tripping today. But welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good to be here. Good to be here. Yeah, you haven't been on the regular platform in a minute. Yeah, over a year. You know, it's all good though. We family, man. I look at it like you know. Um, like I say, Autumn, before we saw before the show, Autumn said the same thing. When it comes to family, man, like I, I just appreciate even getting the nod, you know what I mean? Because I still talk to you all on a regular basis. Right. So I don't I, I don't have to wor worry if because I'm not getting the attention on the show if we friends or not. You know what I mean? I know right. we friends. So. <laughs> right. So and the crazy good. thing is you're on here often like we record once a month anyway with the pen Tam Z. The, yep. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's like you're on here so much, it's almost like you're just a part of it, but this is separate from that. So it's like right, right. I've been thinking, like, dang, I, it's man, it's been a minute since I have Pitrose on. Like, I gotta get him back on back on. And it's it's crazy because when you talk to somebody so much, you kind of just they're I don't know, it's just a regular part of your day, your week, whatever. Yep. So then it's like you kind of forget about how you want them on the show. Um, nah, it makes total sense, man. Yeah. It makes total sense. Like, you, like I, I tell, I've, I've said this before, with the podcast, have y'all, I got some connection to all y'all. Me and Jay from Michigan, I, I, me and you do uh, 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 Z. me and Autumn, um, you know what I mean, that Michigan-Ohio thing. And then, you know, me and, me and Chris do All Dogged Up together. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Audrey's just shady. And, mm -hmm. I, and I and I and I write stuff. So, you know, I got, <laughs> I got connections with everybody. So it feel like when it's like I say with his family, man. Like you don't you don't really feel like like D Murph said that the other day. He was like, "Yo, the show is out." And he was like, "Yo, thanks for being on it." This and the third, and I'm like, "You ain't got to thank me. We brothers." And he was like, well, "Think about when was the last time you've been on the show?" And I was like, "Damn, it's been a minute." He like, "Yeah, I talked to you because I talked to D Murph like damn it every day of my life." So mm -hmm. that you don't really think about it. Like, yo, I need you to be on the show because. People you need to be on the show is to get their perspective. Right. There's somebody, somebody you respect and you want their perspective. You don't have to get my perspective because you probably just got it earlier before you mm -hmm. found the nigga that you wanted on the show. Mm -hmm. So it's like when it's family, it just works that way. So it's all good. And and, and that's how it's kind of like the crew. We literally talk every day, every single day. That is not an exaggeration. We be in that group chat every, every single day. day. But 
how often they're on the show, it really kind of just depends on, you know, like Audrey, I feel like it's been the longest since she's been on because Autumn was just on. Otherwise, it might have been Autumn, you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's like, that's a great way to put it. You don't think about wanting to pull them in to get a different perspective, kind of like my kids, you know what I'm saying? I see them every day. I talk to them every day. So being intentional and like spending time with them, I have to like think about that. Not because I don't want to spend time with them, but it's because I see them every day anyway. So it's like right. that extra above and beyond, like, no, do you want to do this? Do right. you no, want right. to do that? Like my, my youngest daughter, uh, which my kids actually gave me for Mother's Day money to get my hair done. So that's coming soon. Turn up. You know what I'm saying? Because it's been it. a minute since I got my hair done. And it's not something right now that I think I would invest the money in just because money is tight. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. But then my youngest daughter was... Is she wants to take me out to dinner because she's like, well, I didn't get you anything for mother. Because normally they'll get me like gifts. And I was like, hey, this year, can, can you just like give me the money to get my hair done instead? Oh, you know, you know what I'm saying? And so she was like, well, I didn't get you anything for Mother's Day. I was like, yeah, you did. You gave me the money. To, you gave me what I asked for. She was like, I know, but normally I do this. So do you want to go to our favorite restaurant, which is Bonefish Girl? I'm like, um, yes, bang, bang, shrimp in this thing. Of course, right. you know what I'm saying? So that's something intentional. But then it's like when I'm sitting here working, my kids will come talk. They'll come whatever. Oh, what are you doing? Even though they could clearly see what I'm doing, but I think that's just that like their way to kind of like have that bridge of less that, talk or yeah, I want your above attention and, or whatever. Right. That, I think that's their above and beyond as well because it's like like you said when you live with your kids, it's not uh, uh it's not a neglect thing when you're like not showing them attention. It's it's you've been with them all day. You right. know what I'm saying? And I think it's the same for them. A lot of times, I, uh, I I think I can speak for any parent who considers themselves a good parent. There's times where you wanted to kick it with your kid and you can tell they don't want to be bothered. Mm -hmm. So I think when they, when they, <laughs> you know what I mean? And sometimes we, we you, you, you just, you, you respect their space and you move on. It don't mean it feel good. So I feel like when they come with that, like, hey, what you doing? Or can we talk? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like my son, my son is not into sports in any way, shape, form, or fashion. If he come in here and sit down and watch a board game with me, I know he's trying. You know, he's, yeah. he's like, yo, I want to kick it with my dad. So it's like, yeah, I, I totally understand that. Um, I think uh, to to more further your point, my son, uh, anybody who knows me, my son's always been with me since me and his mother split when he was like seven months or whatever. Mm. And so he uh, he asked could he do a year of school with her. So I let him go up there and, uh, you know, I've, I've definitely missed him or whatever, but I um, I had to go to Detroit recently and um, on my way up there, I called my cousin and my cousin owns a barbershop. I'm talking to him or whatever and uh, we get off the phone and I call my son and I'm like, yo, you at the shop, ain't you? And he's like, how you know? I said, I can hear your voice. He said, I miss you that much. I heard you talking <laughs> in the background. He said, dude, I'm all, he said, I said, I was just on the phone with your cousin. He said, Dad, I'm on the other side of the shop. Like, I'm nowhere near him. Exactly. I, that's, so I say all that to say, it's not that, you know what I mean, you 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 don't miss your kids or want to be around your kids, but when you're with them every day, it does, It you do have to sometimes think to be like, oh, shit, let me show them the, the, the actual attention that's not just being a parent. Mm -hmm. Let me spend time with them. So, you know what I mean? You can show your attention in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Talking about school, if they got a job, just chit-chatting. But when it's now... Uh, 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 spending time that's a different showing attention, you know what I mean? So, I totally I get where you're coming from. You know, it's crazy that I've had so you know, my kids are 18, 20, and 22, and it's it's so funny because every from May to October, because that's when my youngest birth, so my middle child, my oldest daughter's birthday is May. My okay. youngest child's birthday is Halloween, and then my son's birthday is uh, November. And so from Kayliana's birthday 
to Janae, so that's the middle and the old, the youngest. Right. It seems like they're two years apart. They're really not, but before Janae and Devon's birthday hits, it's like right now they're 18, 20, and 22. And I don't know why. It's just this weird thing where I like when it seems like they're two years apart before the other two have like their birthday. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Janae graduated this year, and um, when she turned 18, she was already done with high school, so she's been working full-time, doing her thing, whatever, and she moved out for a little bit, um, and it's really interesting because because of all the, like, struggles that she had dealing with grief and mental health stuff or whatever, I realized in hindsight that because I had to be so extremely hands-on with her. Then when she turned 18, and honestly, at that point, she was a lot more kind of like settled than she was before. I struggled with that transition a lot. And, you know, she had wanted to move out, whatever. And so she went to go stay with another family member for, I didn't really know how long she would be gone, but like, I just knew she would be back. Like I kept telling my oldest daughter, like, I really feel like the Lord said she'll be back and you know, whatever. And it's not like she left on bad terms. It wasn't nothing right. like that. It was on some, I knew when she went to spend the night over there that she was going to go move <laughs> in. But I also knew one day she'd be back. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so yeah. she came back this past weekend and it's so interesting because what I see, and she was only gone like a couple months. So it's not even like she was gone. Not even Five six months. Right. Yeah, Max. Yeah. But what I see what that time apart did for me is like help me solidify that my kids are all adults. Cause I used to like when Kayliana turned 18 and her, I think it was her 19th birthday was her first birthday that she chose to spend with her little boyfriend or whatever. Right. Like I was butt hurt because I'm like, ah. what? Like what is what is happening? And I'm like, why, why don't you want to be home? Like, why don't you whatever? And it's crazy because it honestly took Janae moving out. So th your child is gone. You know what I mean? She's She'll come visit. We'll talk. We'll FaceTime, whatever. But she don't live here. So it literally right. took her moving out for me to solidify and also her moving out. And then Kayliana, she's just always gone between work or being at her friend's house or whatever for me to like get used to time by myself because yeah. I became a mom at 19. So from 19 until now, basically it's been somebody was a minor, somebody, whatever. Now the interesting thing is that my son has lived with his dad since before he turned two. Um, obviously we still have a relationship or whatever, but He's he's like kind of like you, like he's lived with his dad and, you know, yeah. whatever. And only difference is we obviously live in the same city and state and not, you right. know, in a different yeah. whatever. But it's interesting because when we first started this adulthood transition, it was a little easier with him. And I think it was because he was the first one. So there's still like these minor children that you still gotta focus yeah, on because he's like he'll be 23 this year so like he's a little bit older than them or whatever well, then once we got to kayliana and she's only 17 months older than janae so then it's like oh okay we <laughs> okay we getting to the end of the road you know what i'm saying Right. And then once Janae hit 18 and, she, and it's like she finished school October 1st. So it's like it just all happened so quickly where it's like all of a sudden you're an adult. You know what I'm saying? And because right. she was done with school, she didn't really. That's why she wanted to be done before her 18th birthday, because she had whatever plans that she wanted to have that she knew that if she was still in high school, she would have had school the next day. And her birthday right. was on a Sunday, so she wouldn't have been able to do it how she wanted to do it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you got you got you got to applaud that type of uh, initiative, ingenuity, <laughs> and and commitment. Oh yeah, because she done, so. I always tell her she could do whatever she wants to actually do. It's just sometimes if she, but then on the flip side, if she don't want to do it, 
no one can yeah, make her. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like her moving out, what I see is it really mm. helped me settle into, okay, your kids are adults. Remember when you were an adult, you were not trying to be all up home all the time. You, you would spend birthdays. I mean, I don't really spend birthdays with my mom. You know what I'm saying? So right. it really helped me kind of like settle down, start letting go a little bit and, and being okay with, Hey, just tell me if you're not coming home. Like if you're spending the night somewhere, just let me know. So I'm not like worried thinking you should have been home and you know, something Shit, happened. My thing, my thing is let me know. So I can lock this door and go ahead and take my black ass to sleep. She's like, nah, I get you. Bro. I get you. I no, mean, I'm just messing. Yeah. I'm but, just messing. I get you. Yeah. You're right. You're right. We, as, as a parent, you're going to worry. I feel like, now the crazy part is I've been a I've been a parent since nineteen, but not had the chance to actually be a parent until I was twenty three, and uh, my my daughter is four years older than her brother. But okay. you know, for situations, her mother was uh, a little butt hurt that I left her, so you know, legal, she did some stuff to keep my daughter away from me. But anyway, it's another story for another time. Um, in regards to the empty nest feeling that you're talking about, I. Uh, I told my son, I said, listen, at 18, there's certain decisions you're going to be able to make for yourself that I'm going to let you make. I said, at 21, it's really not too much I can tell you. Uh, I would hope that you would follow my guidance just because I'm your father and I know more about the world. I said, but there's one thing that we're not going to negotiate. He's like, what's that? I said, you're not allowed to leave my house until you're 26. Mm. He's like, what? And he's like, I said, if you go to the military, there's one thing. Um, you decide to go away to college, that's another thing. I said, but if we, if we, because we, we've talked about a different path that does not involve creating debt for himself, mm-hmm. um, as far as student loans and things of that nature. Uh, and so I was like, you know, you, you have to stay home till you're 26. Now the way I see it is you, you don't, I'm not going to keep you in the same living space we have now. It's too close for that. You know what I mean? I feel like you're telling the kid he can't go anywhere. And most times children don't understand when they have to stop listening to you. Everybody has that 18 to 21 thing. None of us, but especially when you black, that, that number means something, but in relation to the, the respect you have for your parents, it never really means anything. Mm. Um, and I told him that one, I, I'm not tripping over the emptiness thing, but I did. I, I felt it as he got older. I felt it started. And then especially when he left, I think him being going for this school year, it, it's already helped me adjust to it. But I also looked at it like a lot of the people that I know um, and primarily from different races uh, seem to have got off on a better foot coming out of their parents' house. And that's because most of them didn't leave the house because they weren't allowed until they were between the ages of 25 and 27. And it's because what the hell, if you don't know anything at 17 years old in 364 days, then what happens that very next day that gives right. you all this knowledge? Right. And, you know, I think a lot of black and brown families treat our children as bills and not as productive, you know, trying to produce productive people in society, productive mm-hmm. citizens. And so I just feel like that. Now, don't get me wrong. Yeah, um, either it'll be a full basement type apartment or hopefully by that time we have a guest house on the property. And you can live in that. And yes, you got to pay bills, but give yeah. me $200 a month or, or pay a light bit, whatever, you know what I mean? But while you're trying to figure out how to get through school or how to work through this, because to be honest, the, the path that we have him on is to go through, um, not necessarily just cybersecurity, but I'll use that for lack of having to explain it all, in that type of field. And so when you come out, you have no debt. You walk into a job at 18, 19 years old, competing with dudes that's, you know, 30 years old, but they're making in a whole different field. And now you're still at the crib. And by the time you're 26 in a, in a field where things are changing rapidly, so you're always learning, bro, you walk out into the world with, with no fear of moving forward. Because I feel like when you're 18 and nobody taught you what 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 29% APR was on a car and then nobody mm-hmm. should be charging you that because you're 18 and have no credit. As soon as you go get a cell phone bill, you qualify for 0% down on a car. When nobody teaches you that, nobody teaches you how to balance the checkbook, nobody teaches you uh, just the facts of life, you have that time to now continue to learn it underneath my tutelage while still growing into the person that you're going to be. And so I think I, I think it would be a dis now. If he chooses at 21 real tour, I can't make him do anything. Right. But I think again, 
when you put something in your kid and they had a respect for you, they 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 never really stop listening to you because they understand that you've already guided them in proper places and good places. And he sees that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, my, my child doesn't live destitute in any way, shape, form, or fashion. I won't allow it. So I believe he understands that, hey, I'm not telling you this because I'm trying to control your life. I'm telling you this because this good life you've been afforded so far, nobody gave me this. I had to figure this shit out way too late on my own. And so now that you're benefiting from it, let me show you how to walk out into life way better than I was at your age. So, you know. Mm, yeah. But. See, here is so crazy. Um, because so I've told my kids, I'm like, when you turn 18, you do not have to leave. You either need to be working or you could work and be work part-time, be in school. And school doesn't necessarily mean for you your university. It's right. if there's training that you need to get to where you're trying to go, whatever that looks like. Or right. full work full, t- I mean school full time. And if you can survive without like working a full time or working part-time or doing whatever and have what you need or whatever figure that out but what i told them is because what i realized is like i said i became a mom at 19 and because of whatever reasons that in hindsight i see it it really kind of set me up for to like have to learn things the hard way i won't say failure because i haven't failed at you know life or whatever but I'm saying like it really made it where certain things I should have known before I moved out of my mom's house. I, I didn't know. But because I became a mom, I had to move yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? I get it. And so because of that, and once I came to that revelation that because there's just certain mistakes I kept repeating, kept repeating because I, I wasn't learning the lesson that I was supposed to learn. And then in the past few years, I've really just been thinking and I'm like, bruh, I mean, how was I supposed to know that when I actually really wasn't taught that? You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes people think that just because they do things right, you know what I'm saying, that you just automatically know. But if you're not intentional to communicate the lessons that need to be learned or the training or whatever, then that person, you can't just assume they know it just because you did it the right way. And so that's basically what I have told my kids is that you don't have to leave if you don't want to. Like when my 18 year old left, it's because she chose to. Now she was with a family member. So like for me, it was a safe, like you're not having yeah. to pay all this rent and whatever, but at the same time, you, you feel like you get freedom. It was actually good for us, I think, just because it helped me to not be so, I don't want to say overprotective, but I think with her, I definitely was because of just the stuff that she's been through and that we've been through. It made me, it made it harder for me to let go. And so then right. when she left, it made it to where it's like, okay, that was a healthy separation. I was literally just thinking about this last night. And then now that she's come back, I just see we have a better relationship because she had time to kind of see some things and even like honestly see how good she had it in my household, mainly the environment that I create. Like my kids didn't grow up in a toxic household that's her words not mine so whatever she saw while she was out there or whatever her friends told her whatever that's the revelation that she realized that it's always been important for me to have peace in the home so i always make sure that that is what everybody else experiences when they come to my house there have been even people that are like come over and be like man i just i just feel so at peace here because that's the environment that I need to be in. So you're going to, you know, get the benefit of that if you come by. And so then when she was gone and had to deal with different things, being in different places, she realized like, I mean, yeah, I kind of see why mom was on certain things or mommy, they still call me mommy, but, Mm -hmm. uh, but like, I didn't grow. I grew up. How, how does she say? It? She was like, I didn't grow up in a toxic environment. And like, I can't, 
I, that can't be what I live in. And that's what I, and I knew that about her. That's also why I knew she would be back because of the places that she was trying to stay. No shade to anybody. I'm not saying whatever, but I know how my child grew up. Like I may not know. I may not remember whose favorite food is what, but their personalities. I know that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I know sure. people. So like, I knew that, how she was raised, and it's not just me, her her dad too, when he was alive. So how they were raised, it's like when you go out and experience the complete opposite of that or just whatever, it's kind of like, dang, maybe it wasn't that bad when I was at home. And so, you know, and it's like, it's not like I have a ton of rules for them. Like once they turn 18, it's just, it's literally just three rules. It's one you have to let me know if you're not like if you're spending the night like i said you got to let me know just that's just a safety thing like yes you share your location with me like we all share our location again that's a safety thing that ain't even about me like trying to check on you it's like if something happens to you and you don't know where you're at I can come find you based on your location. So that's one thing you have to let me know though, if you're not coming back because I could see your location and really that's not where you are or, you know, anything could have happened. And I'm thinking you're supposed to be coming home and you're not, or just whatever. So that's rule number one. Rule number two is if you choose to, have sex and do all that stuff. Hey, you gotta, you can't do that in the house. Like you gotta right. do that somewhere else because, and and honestly, it's the same respect that I would show them. Like now, unless I get remarried, okay, that's different. Cause that's my husband, but just having some, I don't care if it's somebody I'm in a relationship with and mm. we decide to do that. I just feel like, the how now everybody has different views about marriage so somebody may feel like marriage don't mean i don't care about your views on marriage to me marriage means something and it's a desire or whatever and it's the next step the next phase of whatever right 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 so that's different because we're living together like you live here this is your house too but if it ain't that type of situation i just feel like nah you know this is me and my kids home and the same thing that i expect them to respect the house and not just have somebody who doesn't live here up in here doing whatever so that's the second rule and then the third rule is no smoking in the house right (laughs) so those are the three rules because i I can't those ain't hard rules to abide by. So. Exactly. Yeah, you got to pay, you know, contribute to the household because you're an adult and you have a job and that's teaching you a level of responsibility. Like they pay their part of the phone bill. It's not even that much money. You know what I'm saying? But it's just right. like teaching you a little bit of responsibility so you can understand that, A, this bill is due this day or whatever. And that's what I tell them. Like this paycheck that's coming up because they get paid the same day and i know when they get paid uh (laughs) you gotta give me your portion of the phone bill um food you gotta contribute to food because you eat you know what i'm saying so it's it's little stuff like that and that's it you know what i'm saying so she it's just really interesting because it helped yeah that whole empty nest thing it was and it's Technically, they're not gone, but it still was an adjustment, even them just being gone with their friends all the time. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm so like, yeah, yeah. And then especially because I'm without a vehicle right now. So my, my daughter, my oldest daughter, she has a car. And like if I need to go somewhere, I can. But I don't everything I do is from home right now. So like I don't really need to go too many places and I'm man as expensive as gas is I'm not trying to just right be <laughs> just well, going I'm, and doing I'm whatever. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm 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 not trying to be just going and doing whatever wherever, you know what I'm saying for no real purpose, especially because I don't got money to be just wasting like that right now. So yeah, and Uber's I'm, taxing. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm I'm alone a lot. Like even though I'm staying in my mom's house and my mom, she be here, she works from home too. So like she's in her office 
working or she just in her room chilling and you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So it's like, it, it was definitely an adjustment because I feel like, especially with the girls, because we went through a lot of stuff together and it's so interesting because my son was here um the other day and we were all talking about stuff that I didn't realize he remembered from his childhood so we were talking about kind of like the dynamics of my relationship with my ex-husband and why I chose to shelter him from certain things because that wasn't his dad and I felt like okay, sure, I should have left sooner than I did. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't. So, like, I just kind of felt like you shouldn't have to see certain things or hear certain things or whatever. And I actually thought I did a better job of sheltering him until him at the age of 22 telling him, telling me stuff that he remembers. And I'm like, wow, I didn't realize that you were that in tune with, you know what I'm saying, what was going on. Um, Yeah. But it's it's crazy because, like, we were talking, and it's like, he was saying how he remembered this, and he remembered that, and, and I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's real interesting what you see, what your kids, like, their perspective of what they go through. And even if right. you had, like a reason for why you did something or, or you thought they didn't know what was going on or whatever, man, kids be knowing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like they, man, they, they see everything and they hear everything. Hell yeah. And they have an opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're people. I, I don't understand people who, man, don't get me wrong. My son knows at the end of the day, I, I, I make, I make the decisions, but yet, so you live here. So you have to be respected and you do have a voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so your opinion will be will be heard, you know what I mean? It don't yeah. mean it's gonna go the way you want, but it will be heard. And I say that because like it's kind of the same thing. Like my son reached out to a friend of mine and to my sister. Now he you know at the time, man, my sister wasn't even kicking it, but he knew that what he told her was gonna get back to me. And he was just like, Yo, I'm ready to move back home. He was like, But my pop just yells about everything. Now mind you, he says he says he doesn't necessarily yell at me, the, the nigga just yells. So he can be happy. <laughs> He can be angry. He can be sad. He can be excited. He can be joyful. He can be mad. It's all loud. And so he was just like, I just can't deal with it. And they came back to me. And like I said, I'm with my kid. And I was like, yo, just express anything else that you want to talk about. He was like, there's really nothing else. He was like, I just, he was like, I didn't want to come to you and say that and you'd be mad at me. And I had to look at that. Like we talk about and do everything together. So for you to feel that you might not have been able to talk to me about that, it's like, at least, for one, at least you had somebody to, you know what I mean, to 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 to, to reach out to and to talk to and all of that good stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm glad that you were able to say these things because, again, it's still your house. You still mm-hmm. do live here. You know what yeah. I mean? So your your respect, your person, your energy, and everything does have to be taken into consideration. So I, I totally feel what you're saying. Man, and just kind of piggybacking off what you did, you just said, I really, and it's it's part of it is because I have. I mean, even sometimes still feel like I don't have an, a, a voice that I feel like I should have as being my own human being and I'm my own entity. And I mean, I'm hella grown now, too. You know what I'm saying? But I'll tell you. I've always made it a point to where my kids, yes, you are my child that I brought into this earth. But at the same time, I am trying to raise you to be an adult. You're going to be an adult one day and you need to be able to function in healthy relationships and understand what's toxic and what's not. And if I model that, how are you going to know that then when the next person that that's, you know what I'm saying? That that's how you going to know that that's toxic. And that's one of the things that my oldest daughter is so interesting. She was talking to me about something that she was talking to somebody about And they were trying to say whatever to her. And she was like, no, my mom taught me this. And if I was to, if my mom was to hear this conversation and hear whatever, she would have to say this about this because this is how she raised us. And this is how whatever. And it's because I didn't have that, that I'm really so passionate about that because I understand that 
just because I'm the quote unquote adult, even though like now we're all adults. So just because I'm the the higher generation or whatever in the hierarchy of family, like because I was born first and right. I brought you into this earth, it doesn't mean that you don't have your own feelings. It doesn't mean that your anger and your stuff is not valid. Like my kids, they're allowed to tell me if I do something that offends them or whatever. And even if that wasn't my intent, or even if maybe it happened because they pissed me off and maybe I reacted, you know what I'm saying? Out of anger or that's my, like one of the things I just found out recently. Um, so like, when I'm trying not to uh, snap or I'm trying not to, because, you know, as a parent, if we say something to our child, it's going to be a lot more damaging than if they say something to us just because of who we are in their life. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like if I if me and my kids get into it, which we don't, but let's say me and my kids get into it and I'm just tearing them down and they're tearing me down it's going to be worse for me tearing them down because I am their parent and I am supposed to be loving and doing all this stuff. And you know what I'm saying? And so when I get super angry in order to stop my, if I feel like I'm going to say something that like, it's only when I get to a certain, <laughs> certain level of anger where I'm just like, okay, let me be quiet. And usually I'm staring off into the distance because my mind is racing and I'm trying to calm myself down because I don't want to say something that I'll regret. And right. if I can't calm myself down, then usually what I'll do is I'll let whoever finish whatever they say. And then I'll be like, all right. Like, especially if like she was about to leave anyway, this happened with my oldest daughter. So then I'm like, all right, well you can go now. Weren't you going to leave? So basically though, what I found out is, she doesn't like when I dismiss her like that. And I didn't I didn't know that because in my mind, I'm thinking I'm protecting you from saying something crazy All or right. like and man, the way that interaction went, like whoo, man, I was trying not <laughs> to like knock her out. And it's not even that she was super disrespectful because none of my kids are, but I can't remember what she did, but it just it made me so triggered me. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm responsible for what I do with my trigger. So I can't just soccer just because I was triggered. <laughs> like, right, that's right, not acceptable. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I found out from my youngest, because me and my youngest daughter are pretty similar. And she was telling me, we, we were talking about how similar we are or how much she realizes she is like me in certain ways now that she's older and she was like, yeah, you know, and Kayliana was saying how we have this thing where we dismiss people when we're mad or whatever. And she and she doesn't like that. And I was like, dang, I never really thought about how somebody else. Like made, yeah, because yeah. in my mind, I'm thinking I'm trying to protect you from my wrath and my rage, because like when I get to certain levels of anger and not many people could get me there. It's usually only people super close to me. So right now, maybe my mom and about my kids and that's about it. Anybody else is kind of like, eh, I mean, right. you know, it ain't that serious. Um, but I could feel it in my body, like blood boiling, all that. So right. in my mind, I'm thinking I'm trying to protect you, but her perspective as my child is completely different. And it's, you're dismissing me. And especially because I remember she tried to like circle back. <laughs> she tried to, it, this sounds so terrible now that I think about it, but she tried to circle back to like finish the conversation. Cause I just got like dead quiet. Mm -hmm. And I was like, nah, I, I don't want to talk about that right now. You can go. And that's about verbatim how that went. And I never really <laughs> at the time, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, okay, this is good feedback to know. And at first I was like, well, she better be glad I'm dismissing her instead of knocking her out. I didn't, obviously I didn't say this. No, right, I, I get it. I said right. this to myself. I might've said it out loud when my youngest told me, but then when I really thought about it and it's like, nah, you know what I'm saying? Like 
because there are things that she does that bothers me. Like if my kids do stuff that bothers me, cause I'm human too. Like just, and I've told them like when they were teenagers, cause you know, that's when that, that little shift starts. And I'm like, just because I'm your mom does not mean I don't have feelings and I'm not a human being. And it doesn't mean that things that you do aren't going to bother me. Now, for the most part, I'm going to just take certain things because I'm your parent and it's not your responsibility to like for my emotional well-being and whatever. But then when there's certain things that I come to you with, like you you kind of got to respect that th- this ain't going to work. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And so in that same, you know, thought process or whatever, her saying this, like her perspective is, I'm being dismissed and she doesn't like that. And I was like, okay, I, <laughs> I got to do better. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Got to do better. Can't be one of those parents that, well, I'm the parent and I'm right. Mm, that's not, I know how I know that's not true because there were plenty of times that I didn't feel like my parents were right. And right. they felt like they were right just because they were the parents. So I don't subscribe to that ideology that just because I'm the parent, I'm right because I'm human. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not right in every other, like if it was anybody else, I wouldn't say, well, I'm Tamara, so I'm right. So (laughs) me being your parent don't make it no different just because I'm, you know what I'm saying, the adult in the situation. Right. Yeah, man. Man, raising kids (laughs) is, it's wild. It is it, wow. it really is. And I, I was telling uh, Janae because she was, oh, I want to have kids. I was like, girl, if you're not ready to make certain sacrifices of like putting someone else's needs before yours, <clears throat> almost always, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, we got to have self-care and all that good stuff. So I'm not saying we don't have that, but our child should come first. Like, no, always, always. I told somebody, I mean, I've said this multiple times, is that my son's dreams will never stop me from having mine, but that means I have to hustle harder because his still come first. Yep. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, you always got to put your kid first and it's, they didn't ask to be here. You know what I mean? And I know that sounds so cliche, but it, it's really the truth. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like we we act like because children have attitudes and sometimes they get angry or sometimes they go astray as if we no longer have to have any type of dealing with them if we don't want to. And outside of like total blatant tragic disrespect, I don't see any any reason for you to have to disconnect from your kid, you know what I mean? Right. So, you know, but but you know, it, it again, it's parenting. Um it's it's crazy that we need a license for so many things and we have to get background check for so many things. You want to make sure that I've never been a felon and that my mental state is good in order for me to come work at your, your job where you're probably not paying me what I'm worth. But it's okay <laughs> for my mental state to be whatever it is and for me to have any type of background and, and, and produce a child. And I know that sounds extreme. I'm not saying that we should start going through that type of process. Uh, in order to have children, I don't know. But, we might need to, cause man, I mean, yeah, they, they, you know, if we did, you know, tomato, tomato. That's, I guess, that's a, that's a conversation for another time. But I just kind of feel like that it, it's, it's like that old saying, you know, parenting come doesn't come with a handbook. But yeah, right. the, for me, and and I've told people that I'm blessed to feel like I've I've actually had it kind of easy raising my kid. Uh, but at the same time, I, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. I think it's the best job in the world. Um, I don't, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't speak from the other side if I never had kids and I now can't speak from the other side because I do have kids. So I wouldn't know what my life would be without kids at this point. So I don't want to sit here and say, you know, I would say something different or, or that people without children should rush out and have children just because I think it's dope. No, but the experiences that I've uh, had as a man, things, ways I've had to grow, uh, mentally and, um, emotionally and socially you got to be different socially when you have children uh and especially mm-hmm. when, especially children that are thriving um and so yeah you know it's just it's 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 uh imp- being a parent is like being on stage and fumbling every damn line to the <laughs> point to where the audience is ready to boo you and then you do something spectacular and save the whole scene 
and is you know what I mean? And you just as long as you're a good parent, I can't speak for shitty parents. But then they throw roses at your feet, and it's because you produce something that the world can marvel at. And I think that's what we should be doing as parents is trying to give the world something that they can not only that our children can benefit from the world, but if, if we have to be honest, what is the point of producing a productive citizen if the world can't benefit from your fruits of labor? Mm-hmm. If you if you do not give that to the world, then in a sense of failure, I will say that if, if you don't give a productive citizen to society as a parent, I do feel like you fail. Now, it's not your, always your fault if they don't produce. Some people get out here and they're just fuck nuts because they want to be. But if you did not do your best, if you did not instill in them, put into them, if they choose to turn away, that's on them. But for somebody who's not putting, who's not pouring into their children, who's not blessing into their children, who's not doing the, the, the you know, the best they can to put the children in positions to become who they need and want to be, again, what is the point of having a kid? If your kid is, if you want your kid to benefit from the world, they, the world also has to benefit from them. If they choose not to be beneficial, that is on them. But if you don't give them the tools to attempt to be beneficial, then my darling, who is your mother and what are you here for? Because you have failed not only as a parent, but as a person. And you should be shamed for it. And if anybody hears me and feels that kind of way, hmm. it's your fault. And the thing about it, too, is I feel like kids will... Well, I actually want to go back to this. Now, I don't know how they would regulate this, and this is why we shouldn't do this. But I think that there should be some sort of <laughs> testing or something before people become parents because look at how many parents have damaged children because I mean I guess I'll give them the bit of the fit of the doubt and say they they do the best that they did the best that they could because unless you are like a sociopath or a psychopath or some sort of extreme mental health like but not just mental health stuff. I'm talking about the people that might go just kill everybody for, you know what I'm right. saying? So unless you're on that end of the spectrum, you really do do the best you can. You really do want the best for your kids and you do the best you can with, you know. I would argue against that. I don't think everybody's like that just because you're not one of those three. I think it's people who I hear are totally perfectly sane and they shit on their children daily because they, they don't want to be parents. Mm. And and so this is what I'm, that's why I, I say it's an extreme because there's some people out here who are top notch citizens and they've made children mistakenly and they 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 treat their children like yesterday's trash because mm. they really don't want them. And there's people out here who aren't the brightest or who may have mental uh, uh, um, disabilities or whatever 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 we can throw at the wall and it'll stick. And they're great parents. You see what I'm saying? So I I. I get what you're saying. I would argue that the people who, though, not the people who have mental disabilities and stuff like that, not them, but I would argue that the person who is a great citizen but creates life but, like, knowingly treats their child like trash, Mm -hmm. I would argue that there's some sort of sociopath or something like that because you don't have to necessarily be kill or a narcissist something because you don't have to kill everybody to whatever right. but it's but like if, how if could we tested you people if we tested people to have children nobody would have kids yeah nobody but, i mean i wouldn't <laughs> you know what i'm saying because there's mistakes that i've made you know what i'm saying like and it's interesting because and me and my son this comes up a lot with us because of when someone says something to him, so like I said, he's lived with his dad, right? So mm-hmm. when his dad and I broke up, his dad was like, he wanted him to live with him because he didn't grow up with his dad. I didn't grow up with my bio dad. And I knew that I wasn't going to like completely go away and never see him again and all this stuff. And he was like, he would never keep him from me. And so I let him go live with his dad because he was living with me from birth until he went to go live with his dad. And it's not like he was removed from the home. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing crazy like that. It was literally a conversation that we had. And I just was like, wow, nobody that I know, their kid lives with their baby daddy. I didn't grow up with my dad. I knew a lot of people that grew up without a dad. So I thought it was like, and I don't regret it because then 
when I got in a relationship that was extremely toxic and at times violent and whatever, this is where the disconnect came because it wasn't that I ever chose my marriage over my child. It's that I was trying to protect him from what was going on in there. And this is why when I said earlier, should I have left sooner than I did? I don't know. Cause I left when I left, you know what I'm saying? Right. But what I didn't realize is that I didn't realize my son still knew stuff that was going on. You know what I'm saying? But right. a lot of the stuff that we went through, when I say we, I mean, me and my daughter's, he didn't have to go through like he was sheltered from that because he was with his dad. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if you let some people tell it, um, I just was never around ever. And that's not true at all. Now, were there times that I said I was going to come and then didn't come because of whatever was going on and the apologizing and all that, that did happen a little bit like, in his super younger years. Right. But then we hit this point, like basically once we split and I didn't have any more of the drama and all that stuff in my life, I remember I apologized to not only him, but I apologized to his dad and then just kept doing better at being around or whatever. Did he still right. live with his dad? Yeah. Because that's, you know, that's where he lived, yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? Um, right. But let some people tell it, I was just never there and this, that, and the other. And the crazy thing is I never, I never, um, I've become okay with being the villain in people's version of what happened. So I've never, uh, like when people say stuff with my kids, cause that's what I don't think people realize is that if you talk about me to my kids, my kids are going to tell me because that's right. the type of relationship that we have. And what I felt they failed to realize too, though, because I never bash the other person, especially if it's like their family, because that's their family regardless. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't, I don't bash anybody. I don't, whatever. I've just taken it and really just prayed about it a lot, made peace with in myself to make sure that I don't have any like condemnation or shame about it. Cause people will try to make you feel shame, ashamed about stuff that, I made the best choice that I felt was best to protect my son from what was going on. Right. Um, and then I make sure that my kids, like me and my son have had a bunch of conversations about how he felt and whatever. But now that he's an adult, it's interesting because kids have to deal with certain things when they're a minor that maybe they don't have a voice or whatever then once they hit a certain age and they're like, I'm an adult now and I see it for what it really is. Cause we just had this conversation the other day. This is why this is kind of coming up now. It's yeah. like, I don't have to say anything. And I wouldn't because I would never, I know how my kids are when it comes to me. So if I was a raggedy mom and I wanted them to go out there and fight somebody or do whatever, that's how much my kid, especially when it comes to my son, he's always been like that when it comes to me. Like, he don't play about me and he don't play about my his sisters. But like I told him, I would never, as your mom, put you in a position to where you have to whatever. So I'm right. just as long as you know what it is and as long as mm -hmm. I have a good relationship with you. I don't really care. What what it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That ain't my child. Yeah. That ain't even my family. You know what I'm saying? And Look, man. Look, I would never put you in a position to where you would have to choose or it'd be or some even, drama yeah. or whatever, because that's irresponsible on me as a parent. As a parent. You know what, what I'm up? saying? Like, and that's what I told him. Like, I know you're a man, but I'm your mom. Like, right. I'm not yeah, gonna say you're protector. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna whatever. I'm people can say whatever they want about me. I don't care. You ain't doing nothing for me. And right. a lot of times the stuff that my kids have brought to me lately that people have said, not none of these people say this when they see me. And I'm not saying this in a you're scared or it's not even nothing like that. But I just look at it. If, if you didn't bring it directly to me, 
why do I need to address it? Because at this point, my kids are all adults. So right. should you be going to my kids about something about me? I don't think so. I wouldn't go talk to somebody else's kids about their about parents. About them, yeah. That's mad weird. Yeah. But they're yeah, adults. Like this. You know? The, 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 the spoils of the tale not only go to the victim, but most times go to the people who weren't there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like people who weren't part of the situation can always, always spin the, the brightest tales because they they have a blank canvas to tell their tales from. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And 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 the reason they don't say it to the people that they that they are talking about is because when it comes time to, to be fact checked, you, you have no facts to give. And so it's like <laughs> right. you you would just much rather stay in this safe space with because you know. Uh, what most people don't like to uh, admit, especially when it comes to domestic situations regarding children, is most people like to be involved because they know they don't actually have to be involved. Mm-hmm. So they can speak, they can talk, they can say this, I, I feel this way, I feel that way. But when it's time for you to step up to bat and, and did you do anything to combat all of the things that you were complaining about? If you did not, I'm going to need you to take several seats and several shut the fuck up because clear, either you're lying you're a horrible person as well because if 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 all of these things that you can spin and say was were going on or I was this type of person or that type of person and you did absolutely nothing to help the situation, then you just don't you're just as horrible as the person you're trying to make me out to be while spinning your tails. And that's why, you know, a lot of people will talk but they will never talk to you because they know they actually have no basis. You know? People and make up themselves behind conversations the same way thugs make up the, the you know themselves behind Twitter and other social media groups. I don't have to see you. I don't have to account for the things that I am saying. And then the day I do, they start fumbling like a like a drunk banker. You know what I mean? So And the crazy yeah. thing too is especially nowadays in the days of cell phones, Facebook Messenger and social media and whatnot. Like I keep receipts of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I don't I don't delete and it's not, I never really thought about why. I just don't delete text messages. I don't delete messenger threads. I don't delete anything. Yeah. I'll get a new phone and that may reset the text messages. But outside of that, I don't delete anything unless I'm trying to. So, you know, yeah, you're yeah. talking to somebody and, you know, you delete the thread. Once I delete a thread, that means I really don't want to, nothing to do with you because I don't delete stuff. So there have been some stuff lately where, um, my kids have come to me with stuff and I'm like, huh? And I'll mm-hmm. send them some screenshots and I'm like, this is just so you know what actually happened. And, right, yeah. and, and then that's it. You know what I'm saying? Because All it's right, like, move on. yeah, because at the end of the day, I really only care about my, well, my kids, how they feel about whatever, mainly because when it comes to some of the stuff that they've brought to me, now this is this has nothing to do with the stuff my son was talking about. But when it comes to some of the stuff my kids have brought to me, it's stuff that I would tell you if that's what it was. And I would tell you mainly because I don't want somebody else to tell you. So I've told my kids some 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 stuff that like adults, uh, I don't know though, because I'm pretty transparent, but... I've told my kids a lot about me that other parents may not tell their kids about certain mistakes they made in the past or whatever. And I mainly right. do because especially if it's like public knowledge where people, you know, know. So I'm, and I'm so glad I had that mindset because if people, you know, know, and then they, they try to run their mouth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'd rather you hear it from me. Especially if you still from the town you grew up in. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like you, no one is gonna tell my life but me. Yeah, but you, yeah. Because you're gonna ask some extra goes, stuff that ain't got nothing to do why do what why, why are we happened. talking to people's children though? Man, like, you want to run your mouth, run your mouth. You want to run your mouth and be gossipy, be gossipy with another adult. Exactly. I have and I, you know, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not condoning that, but I feel like when you're trying to run your mouth with somebody else's kid. And you're spewing venom. It's like you're doing it from a standpoint because you don't have nothing else to get. Exactly. It's like you gotta have. A, somebody told me one day they was like, "Oh, I saw uh, somebody said you was with this person and with that person and with this person and with that person and with this person." I said, "You want to know something? It's it's all true. I was with all of those people." I said, "But you've already been d- d- discussing how I live my life." I said, "But at the same time, 
if I was wrong, if any of those people thought I was wrong, one, why did they not run up and say something to me if they're such a friend and try to catch me in the act? And two, when do these do these people call you when it happened? Or did they wait to see you and say these things? I said, it's, it's a sad existence. I said, for one, you have to understand, I feel good that all of these people felt the need to open <laughs> their mouths and say something about me. I said, but such a sad existence, you have to live to be able to, to, to have an opinion and state things about somebody's life who you're not in, you know what I mean? And that, and that's the thing about people. We, we, we all, we all, all of us, every single individual on this planet, we all, every single day we open our eyes, we walk out onto the stage. Mm. Some of us have, some of us start off as leading actors. Some of us start off as the, 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 the number three tree in the back. And then they mm. make, we make our way up. Some of us will forever be stage crew and supporting cash, and some of us don't even show up to the show. And that's the thing. And some people, some people are okay with being uh, uh, background noise because they're afraid to be their own main character. This is why we talk so much shit about the main character because we're afraid to be the main character ourselves. So I always say, hey, if you if you got that much to say about a life of somebody else and you are not a part of it, it's one thing to talk. It's one thing to. To, to 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 chop it up about some things. It's another thing for you to have an entire synopsis of, of somebody's life, and you're not a part of their life in any way, shape, form, or fashion. You live a sad existence, and you should probably figure something out about yourself. Because I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Like for all for all of the shit I've been through with my kids, just myself, relationships, ups and downs, parents, everything. I feel I. This may sound cocky. This may sound a little misplaced. For you to have words to say about me and you weren't there or you don't know me. Somebody the other day told me that their people told them what so many other people don't like about me. And I said to them, I said, go back and ask them when any of those people have ever met me. And I will give I will give you full example of, of a bunch of people who have no basis to have an opinion on me because they've never met me in your damn life. Mm-hmm. So we 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 but but we like to cheer for the villain. We like to cheer for the hero, but some but we're scared to be the hero or the villain ourselves. And and that those are those people. And 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 hey, hey if any of you that are watching know those people, just <laughs> tell them I appreciate them and uh, keep talking because it's, it's it's a wonderful life to know that you like. What's 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 the famous saying? They talk shit about Jesus. I know they don't give a damn about me. Come on. I just saw a TikTok the other day speaking of main character where it was saying how like you are not the main character in everyone else's life so he was saying it from the basis of like you know I know I have stuff where I'll make a mistake or I'll do something and I, I will replay it in my mind over and over and over and be like oh my gosh I can't believe this happened or and maybe not right away but right away and then it comes back or you know whatever the pattern and he was like you're not the main character nine times out of ten that person didn't have that same thought process about the event or has moved on from it because they're their own main character in their own story and and they got their own stuff going on but he was like but if you become the main character in somebody's story to where they are so worried about you and so obsessed with you and have so much to say about you, he was like, how special of a person do you have to actually be to be able to take over the main character spot without trying yep. in somebody else's story? somebody else's story, yeah. yeah. Somebody wakes up talking about you and goes to sleep talking about you and never did anything that day to further their own existence. Bravo to me. So, but we uh we didn't really want nothing, y'all. <laughs> really, this is literally the episode. Um, good we, talk we about parents. Yeah, good talk about parenting. Good talk about whatever, man. Be your own main character, and also don't think that you're so important that what you do really is on somebody else's mind that much. And that honestly was very freeing for me when I seen that TikTok, because it's not like I think everybody thinks about me, but because I think about whatever situation, like, Oh, I can't believe I did that or whatever you assume. Ain't nobody worried. They probably don't even know, don't even care if you know what I'm saying. 
Yep. But if, if exactly. that's something you've struggled with, I hope that frees you the way that TikTok freed me. I had to follow that person got an immediate follow after I there watched that video because I was like, okay, sir, okay. But before we get up out of here, because we are about to get up out of here, Pimrose, tell the people where to find you and all that good stuff. Um, on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at Pimrose Eames. That's P-E-N-R-O-S-E-E-A-M-E-S. Um, I am one half of Protest and Riot. I am one third of uh, what you can find at YCC Entertainment slash Protest and Riot um, or Patreon.com slash YCC Entertainment and then go and sign up for the Patreon for Protest and Riot. I'm also one third of All Docked Up. Shout out to my sisters Chris and my sister VJ. I'm one third of Pin Tam Z. Shout out to Tam and shout out to Ellen Z. Um, <laughs> and you out and here. On, I'm out here, man. Be on the lookout for YCC Entertainment. Uh, we are actually transitioning. If you if you live in the Northern Virginia area, you'll be seeing some information about this soon. We are transitioning into taking over a uh, open mic um, in the Manassas area. Um, also, uh, okay, Nelson taking over open mic. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to move out here. You know what I mean? Um, we're also doing. Uh, well, Nelson from YCC Entertainment will be headlining a uh, story time at uh, uh, um, Manassas Tavern. This uh, that were old town tavern. I'm sorry. In a couple of weeks, so we out here doing stuff, man. Um, I'm pretty sure that's all I'm a part of. I'm pretty sure I'm not. That's I'm probably. Oh, shout out to I appreciate my teammates. Shout out to Murph, Roboy, and Baylor. Shout out to my morning videos. Um, and just, just, and and again, always remember your life is not built on the back of being a beneficiary, but on the legs of being beneficial. That's all I got. I think that's how we'll end it. Uh, make sure y'all take care of yourselves mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. Be healthy in your relationships. Um, you can find all my social media stuff and all that good stuff in the episode notes, as well as subscribe to my YouTube channel. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this episode was encouraging because my conversations with Penrose always are. That's why I had to bring them back on the platform. And I, I will y'all be on the lookout for a live show from us sometime in the future. <laughs> We're coming. <laughs> yeah, we haven't locked the date uh, late uh, locked the date down yet, but it is coming. So just be listening out for that. You know, I'll give y'all details when I have it. And I guess that's it. I will talk to y'all soon. Bye. Peace. Ladies and gents, this concludes transmission. Tune in next time for a whole new edition. Another adventure and mission to share, be heard, and clarify the vision of this whole new world for... Damn.